What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Vendor and Adam Ronis here. What's going on, Ronis? We uh, had to take the day off yesterday. There was uh, there was there was no hope for me to actually like be able to do a podcast after having three teeth yanked out of my face uh, by a doctor who was, uh, I believe, 137 years old. Well, at least you are still here. I know you uh, wish death upon yourself, but it didn't happen this time. So try again next time. So, you know what? I think, you know, I don't know if you know this, Adam, but my birthday is this Sunday. Okay. There you go. I think I might use my birthday wish on this. Should I, should I use my, this is the poll we should take here. Should I use my birthday wish on binking a GPP for football Sunday or just wish for death? I'm pretty sure death is only going to get one to two percent. Some asshole who just wants to put the numbers. But I'm sure you're well liked enough that it's not going to win. I am certain of that. If I'm well liked enough, then they'll understand. They'll be like, yeah, let's just let Bender just out of no, his misery. Come on, man. No. Well, you have to put that in context. If you like my life is miserable, I hate everyone, everything. Then maybe you'll get some more votes. Not many more, but some <laughs> might be like, ah, oh, you know what? He hates the year. Fuck him. Let him die then. You know, <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen. The trolls, obviously, the trolls will, will definitely vote. But just let, let me go, people. Let me go. <laughs> well, then, you know what? Then I'm going to have to use my birthday wish on binking a GPP this weekend. OK, How about that. Go. Yeah, that works. I will be in New York, so I actually will. I will be able to place my own bets, too. No, you can't. Not in New York. Ah, shit balls. What you got to drive you gotta to Jersey? Take yeah, take the train one stop into Hoboken. If you do, let me know and I'll come meet you. Oh, there it is. Adam Rose, Howard Better getting together. Right? For some chicken parm. Oh, oh, dude, they raised the price, man. I knew it was coming, but I was like, yo, what the fuck? They told me, they're like, yeah, I know you're used to, you know, but just to let you know, we raised it. And it, I, mean, I thought she said a dollar. This shit was more than a dollar. I was like, yo, what the hell? Damn, man. But I was like, well, it's been going up everywhere. I knew it was inevitable with them. It's insane, right? I mean, I don't know how much you order food or dine out. The prices are just insane now. Oh, the prices are, are ridiculous. You know what? It's, 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 we're gonna, Adam and I are going to be talking. We're going to go over the point spreads. We're going to give you our, our early leans. But you know what? Like, here's the thing. I, I hear what I'm hearing right now. And this is actually kind of interesting because Domino's is trying to fight back against this also because they're obviously like, you know, losing, you know, money also because it's, well, it's Domino's and nobody likes Domino's pizza. Um, so apparently uh, places like DoorDash and Uber Eats, their markups and their fees are so high that the restaurants really aren't making any kind of money at all on the food that they sell. Like they'll sell they'll they'll sell the food at their regular prices and then DoorDash and 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 Uber Eats, they charge the restaurant for the service plus, you know, whatever. So so you're getting your 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 food from there and they're like kind of gouging the restaurants a little bit. And so the restaurants have to try and fight back some way and and you know, turn some sort of a profit. So it's the trickle down theory. It's the uh it's the, the the people who are doing DoorDash and stuff like that that are like, screw it. We're going to take our we're going to get our money and people are still going to want to order food. They're not going to want to, like, you know, go out and get it themselves. And, uh, you know, in the restaurants, because of basically what you know we're going through with the pandemic and shit, 
they're they're kind of forced into this. And so that's why they're raising their prices on you. Yeah. I mean, you're better off ordering directly from the restaurant if they allow that or go pick it up. Brutal, man. It's brutal. I'm you know. I feel bad. I really do. I, you know, because that, that's like that's the thing. You know, like we're all in this like shitty situation, right? And 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 everybody out there is still trying to figure out, you know, what the best way to profit off of everybody else's misery is. Of course. That's the way it is, man. The American way. So brutal. So brutal. Um, all right. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that anymore. That's it's just gonna make me sad. It's gonna make me sad and it's gonna prolong the conversation. I'm gonna get angry, I'm gonna get heated, and uh and I and I'm like having trouble talking and stuff like that. So let's uh let's let's get to it here. Let's let's get to the game, shall we? Shall we? We shall. We shall. Ah, right, let's start off with a wonderful. Thursday night football game. The the 49ers visiting the Tennessee Titans. Titans are a home dog getting three points here. Titans are going to be without Taylor Lewan and Roger Saffold now, who uh, just landed on the COVID list. Uh, we know that the 49ers don't have Elijah Mitchell uh, on their end here. Um, what do you got as far as the lean? Man, everything tells me Sam Fran, but... <sighs> I don't know. I mean, the 49ers clearly are better than the team. They're playing well. Won five of the last six, putting up points. Uh, Tennessee I've been down on, but it looks like A.J. Brown could be back. Even Julio Jones might play. Um, that was surprising. Thought he'd be for sure out after this past week. So, uh, I mean, San Fran's been good defensively, second in DVOA. Man, I just – everything points to the Niners, but why am I shy to pick them? Um, because this is a team whose identity you've been trying to guess and figure out the entire time this, this whole season, and there's like zero clarity here in week 16. I mean, they they've covered the spread in five of their last six. Um, yeah, I, guess, I just I think the 49ers are a better team on the yeah, whole, right? That's you clear. Know? Now the and, question and is losing the bookends, losing the bookends on the offensive line to me is a big deal. Saffold and uh So I shouldn't know. overthink this, just take the Niners is what you're telling me? I'm thinking, yeah, probably. Okay. Because right. that's what everything points to. It's just and I've been going against the Titans for a while now. I mean, I loved Pittsburgh last week. Who did the Titans play the week before? Was, the, was that the week they lost to the Texans? I think I had the Texans with the points. So yeah, I've been definitely down on them. But I do think, you know, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones absolutely helps them uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it does. If Tannehill's got time to. Right. Uh, to yeah, throw. those two linemen being out are huge. So I'll lean San Francisco. All right. The lean is San Francisco for me as well. Uh, moving on to Saturday, Christmas Day, because the NFL is completely selfish and they want to make sure that they take over Christmas Day from the NBA as well. Starts off with Cleveland going up against Green Bay. The Packers are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite uh, in this game here. Um, you know, listen, interesting one here. Browns are going to get everybody back. I mean, Browns were were solid. They, you know, with all the, the COVID issues that they had, um, they still seem to be relatively okay. I mean, the ground game was, uh, was what kind of – you know, gave them that little boost in the uh, in the game there. Nick Mullins, moderately serviceable. I don't know. Are they getting Baker Mayfield back this week? We don't know still, yet. You still don't know? I mean, he said he felt fine. Like, he posted something on Instagram like, hey, I feel great. But I guess the test 
they didn't come back yet, uh, at least uh, on Monday. Uh, I would think so, but we don't know for sure. I'm still leading the Browns in the points here. I just think it's a it's a really strong uh, running game, and you know, and the Packers actually don't defend the run very well. Yeah, I'm on the Browns. I mean, they fought really hard. It was a tough loss for them, you know, coming down to a last second field goal with everything they endured. Uh, they come to play. I mean, they could lose this game by seven, six. Green Bay doesn't blow a lot of teams out. Uh, so, yeah, I'm taking the points, especially with that hook, seven and a half. Yeah, give me the Browns. Love that hook. Love that hook. Um, the the night game, Christmas night, uh, Indianapolis Colts against Arizona. This is a tough one for me here, right? We just yeah, – everybody watches Arizona show up pathetic and, and lose to uh, – to, to Detroit, the Colts manhandled the Patriots, right? We, we knew that was going to happen. And uh, and now the, the Cardinals here are, are a, a minus one favorite. I feel like everybody's going to be like, oh, don't totally take the Colts in the points here, right? The Colts will win this game outright. They'll win it easily, which always makes me want to go to Arizona. Oh, yeah, this game worries me so much because I want to take the Colts so badly. I'm very high on them. I love the way they're playing, but it feels like a trap. Like, like you said, oh, it's, oh, Colts beat the Patriots. Oh, Arizona lost to Detroit. They've fallen apart. No, Hopkins, Murray didn't look good. Um, Colts have been eight, eight and three against the spread. They're last 11, five and two against the spread versus a team with a winning record. I mean, five and oh against the spread, their last five row games. The Cardinals on the other side, seven and two against the spread, their last nine games following a, a loss of more than 14. Uh, they are three and eight against the spread in their last 11 home games, two and seven against the spread against a team with a winning record. So there's a lot of things that that point to the Colts. So I'm leaning the Colts, but I agree. It feels like a trap. It feels like everyone's going to just go based on recency bias. And I could see the Cardinals playing very well here, uh, but I, I am leaning the Colts, but I'm not going to put money on it. I'm not going to put money on it either. And I'm just going to say Cardinals because everything's telling me to take the Colts. Everything is. Um, all right, let's go to a Sunday action. We'll start off in the morning games here. Oh, you know what? Before we get to the Sunday games, uh, why don't we uh, why don't we just take a moment here to thank our sponsors, play a couple of commercials here, uh, and then we'll attack the Sunday game. So I have an eye with the Sunday action when we come back on Annie Up. Stick around. All right, Ronis. Big battle in the NFC East. <laughs> the Giants against the Eagles. Ten point spread here. I mean, I just I hate the double digit point spread, um, especially on a divisional game. But the dude, the Giants are so bad. Where do you where do you lean here? Yeah, I mean, I think you want to see who plays quarterback. I think a lot of the signs are pointing to Jake Fromm, um, but they haven't announced that yet. Ugh. So, um. But I feel better about the Giants with him. I mean, if it's Glennon, I'm definitely taking the Eagles. But, yeah, this is just a big line. I know the Giants beat them the first time, but these teams are way different. Eagles are running the football very well. thought Hurts played a, a very good game, made some excellent throws. Um, uh, I, I'll lean the Giants because it's 10, but it's – I don't feel good about it, man, because I, I could see Philly just kicking the shit out of him. I mean, the Gi I was at the Giants. The Giants offense was just absolutely pathetic. And I know Dallas's defense is very good, but, man, it, they were so bad. And I'm kind of leaning the Giants there as well because, yeah, they are so bad, but I think the Dallas defense is way better than the Eagles defense. And you know what? 
Dallas almost didn't cover that spread. The Giants almost got that backdoor cover if it wasn't for that late interception by uh, by Glennon. Yeah, and yeah, I, it's just a lot of points for Philly. I mean, they yeah. barely covered against Washington, which had no one. They barely covered. Exactly. They barely covered against Washington, who was riddled with COVID. Um, all right. Um, Rams Vikings. Uh, Vikings are a two and a half point dog. I thought this was three and a half. Me earlier. too. I thought it was three. Oh, damn it. So now it's down to two and a half, right? Some obviously some money coming in on the Vikings because oh, well, we know that the Vikings always just sit there and they play these games crazy tough, right? Every game that the Vikings have, except for one, has come down to like the last play of the game. Sick, right? It's absolutely sick. Two and a half, though, that's a that's a bummer for me. I mean, I'm I'm probably still going to take the Vikings and the points, but I prefer it to be three than two and a half. Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings. I mean, look, they're a team that you never feel good about backing, but this just seems like a game where they're going to come out and play well. Uh, five and two against the spread. The last seven as a dog. A uh, lot of they're four and one against the spread spread against the team with a winning record. I mean, the Rams did not look good against Seattle. And like I've said all year, they just they beat the shit out of bad teams. They do not do that against better teams. And tough to know what the Vikings are right now. I think they underachieve. I don't think they're well coached. Uh, they should be better. They could get feeling back. Um, and the Rams just haven't been great against the spread. Two and five against the spread. The last seven as a favorite and in the overall. So I'm taking Minnesota. Taking Minnesota. All right. Uh, Bill's Patriots. Here we go. I think we talked about this one. Um, the last episode that we did together here, uh, you know, again, like does Belichick try to do that all over again? No. Does Buffalo fight back. Um, I think we're both leading Buffalo in the points, right? Yeah, I'm on the bills here. I just think they'll play better. I think it was a good sign last week that they run, ran Devin Singletary. They've got to be a little bit more balanced. You cannot just rely on Josh Allen. So it's a huge game, obviously, for both teams. Um, Bills, we don't get them as a dog much. Five and two against the spread. Their last seven as a dog. Uh, and I think a lot of people think New England's the better team. I, I think that first game really didn't tell us anything. Bills could have won that game. Uh, Patriots have obviously been very good, but uh, I think the Bills win this one. I kind of think the Bills do win this one as well. Shit, look at us. We're in lockstep again. This is this is one of those weeks, right, where we go back and forth here. We're in lockstep. The only thing that we're uncomfortable with is the uh, the COVID situation here. Yeah. But that's, um, you know, again, a, a sure sign that this could be a, a, a good entertaining week, not a shit-sucking week like we've uh, we've just had to endure. Um. Bucks Panthers. Um, oh, this is an interesting one here, right? Bucks are a 10 point favorite. You probably know Mike Evans, definitely know Chris Godwin. Um, Antonio Brown will be back. He'll probably get shadowed by Stefan Gilmore. Um, do you put your trust into Tom Brady with uh, Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson here? Um, or do you think the Panthers can at least keep it close enough? Cause Bucks really haven't been blowing people out. I know. This is a tough one. Uh, it is on the road, too, but Carolina's been dreadful. I mean, they kind of were competitive last week. Um, man, 
Rashad Perryman could be back. Uh, they'll have Gronk, got Bright. I mean, so they and Ronald Jones. So they still have talent, but it's not the same. So you said it was ten. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It says ten. Uh, I, I lean Carolina, but man, I I don't know because I don't know what the Bucks are going to look like without those. I mean. Yeah, they look bad against the Saints, but they looked bad with the Saints with those guys. It's a completely different matchup. I mean, Carolina's just terrible. So, and Brady's got to bounce back. I can't see Brady having another bad game, and I don't think the Panthers' defense can do what the Saints' defense does. Um, I don't know. Now I'm kind of torn. Uh, I guess I'll lean the Panthers with the points. <laughs> I'm going to lean Panthers as well. Um, yeah. Ronald Jones in the backfield. Um, yeah, <laughs> I believe they signed Lev Bell. Unbelievable. So what a waste. So grimy. Gross. Um, <laughs> Jacksonville against the Jets. Oh, it's a pick em now. All right. Yeah, Beautiful. Jets COVID issues. Oh, Jets COVID issues. Well, then uh, I'll put all my money on, on James Robinson and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I'll take Jacksonville here. <laughs> They're terrible, though. They're horrible. It really fucked me over last week with the uh, with the loss to Houston. Well, you went with the trend, and it didn't work out. The trend was not my friend, Adam. <laughs> the trend was not my. By the friend. way, you know Houston has like sixty. What was? Oh man, I wrote it up. It's going to be in my Survivor article. Houston has, I could actually double check that. They have like 60, close to 70 points of their 207 against Jacksonville this year. They're averaging slightly over 11 points against everyone except the two games against Jacksonville. How bad is that? That is pretty bad. Because they've scored over 30 against the Jags twice this year. Um, 37 points week one and 30 last week. So 67 of their total points on the season, which is slightly over 200, have come against Jacksonville. That's how bad they've been offensively. Yeah, they have 207 points total in the year. 67 came against Jacksonville. It's how bad they've been offensively, but it's how bad Jacksonville is too. Like yeah. to, for uh, Jacksonville to give up that kind of point total to fucking Houston? Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's awful. It's awful. Uh, Lions, six. What? No, I didn't uh-huh. say anything. Okay. Sorry, I'm hearing shit. Uh, Lions, six-point road dogs to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Jared Goff uh, might not be playing. We'll have to see. He just went onto the uh, onto the COVID list. So it, you could have uh, you could have either – what's his name? Um, Tim Boyle <laughs> or David Blah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why it's hard to to kind of handicap this now. Uh, damn, man. I mean, the Lions just come to play every week. They're nine and five against the spread. Uh, I guess I'll take the points, but I don't know what to expect here. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, if 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 Goff is there, I'm definitely taking the points. But I guess I guess if Goff is there, the line, line will move. Is, yeah. yeah, the line will definitely move. Um. Yeah. Ugh. 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 Chargers, Texans, Chargers on the road, 10 point favorites. I'm fine with that. I have no Oh wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Me well, too. because they're on the road and, and they're a favorite. It's not they're, oh, yeah, they're not yeah, a home right. favorite. 
Yeah, they're six and two against the spread. Their last eight road games, nine, three and one against the spread of the last 13 road games with a losing record at home. They got the extra days of rest. Now, Austin Eckler is on the COVID-19 list. Um, and we know Houston's terrible against the run. Uh, but Justin Jackson actually did look good against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to take them, too. It's always scary to take them. but They need this game. They cannot fuck around, man. They cannot fuck around. That is the, the key there. They cannot. Uh, last of the early games, Ravens on the road as a two-and-a-half-point dog to the Bengals. Now, we don't know about Lamar Jackson yet, but Tyler Huntley's been pretty damn good, Adam. Yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens here. Uh, they're 5-1 and one against spread their last six as a real dog, 5-1 and one against spread against a team with a winning record. They were they almost came back and beat Green Bay last week. Um, it's tough to trust the Bengals in this spot. The Bengals really have not beaten good teams. I know they beat the Ravens. Uh, several weeks ago, but they're two and five against the spread. Their last seven games as a home favorite, three and nine against the spread in their last 12 games uh, against the win. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's it's hard for me to try. As much as I would love to see Cincinnati win this game and a division, I'm going Baltimore. Taking the Ravens. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen, the Bengals have just been a, a just a, a very inconsistent letdown, right? Like, mm-hmm. It's just it really has been uh, a bummer. And I think a lot of people are still looking at them thinking T Higgins, Jamar Chase, uh, Tyler Boyd going up against the Ravens, who still they lost Marlon Humphrey. Their secondary is not very strong. I'll take the uh, I'll take the Ravens in the point and get and, you know, give me two and a half. I'll definitely be on that. Uh, Late games, Bears, Seahawks, Seahawks are a six and a half point home favorite. Against the Bears, man. How can you lay that many points with Seattle? I know. I right? know. I got to I mean, take the Bears. It's I just, think so, too. How and bad that, did that offensive line look last week for the Bears? Yeah. Well, they actually – they just made so many mistakes. I thought there was some terrible penalty called against them. Here's the thing what I don't understand. Justin Fields had no problem moving down the field when they let him pass in a hurry up at that last drive. And you could tell, well, it was pre- why don't you do that? Instead of early in the game, Montgomery for three, Montgomery for two, third and long. All right, now. I mean, come on, man. It's so predictable. So um, I, I don't know, man. Uh, but it's it's just how do you trust Seattle now? I mean, Russell Wilson just, his finger's an issue. Missing Metcalf. Metcalf is pissed. Yeah, Lockett will be back. That'll help. First losing record for Russell Wilson. I mean, it's, I think Russell Wilson's just like, let me get out of here. <laughs> Let me just, yeah. you know what right. I mean? It's just, it, it's just bad vibes with that team. I know they've been kind of competitive, but I, I can't lay this many points with them right now. I can't lay that many points either. Definitely not. Um, Broncos Raiders. This is a game I never touch. Never. Because... Broncos. <laughs> not, and I'm not like people are like, oh, you answer quick. No, I'm just saying. Uh, Broncos defense has been really good. I mean, they really held Cincinnati down. It was one big play by Tyler Boyd. That was it. So their defense has played well. Um, I know it's Drew Locke, so that's but the Raiders suck too, man. I mean, they well, barely. It's the running them. game for for Denver, which yeah. is why I tilt towards yeah. them also. And the the uh, Vegas was just an embarrassment, man. I mean, they almost lost to that Browns team. I mean, come on, man. They've just been terrible for a while. So I'll take Denver. Yeah, I'm leaning Denver as well, just for the running game against the uh, the Raiders. Give me a, give me Gordon and Javante. Um, 
Steelers Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs seven and a half point favorite here. Probably no Kelsey. Probably no Tyree. No, I mean, please, we, we man. Dude, if if Kelsey doesn't play, I mean, this might be one of my worst fantasy football seasons ever. All right. We already discussed I had fucking three playoff matchups this week. I didn't crack a hundred in any of them. So I have two left. And one's my home league where I'm the one seed and I have Kelsey. So if he doesn't fucking play, man, I'm just like, really, you're going to give me two weeks of misery. It was bad enough. I had to deal with the shit last week. Um, so he better fucking play. But yeah, I mean, that's why this line moved. It was open to 10 and a half. Now it's seven and a half. So Pittsburgh is so fucking bad though, even though I did take them last week and I took them against the Ravens, but you know, there's different circumstances there. Uh, Home game, home game, right off the bat. Yeah, for, but yeah, they played at home both of those. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see how you can bet this now. You can't, you can't yeah. bet this one now. You got to wait and see what happens over the next couple of days with Hill and Kelsey. Yo, they, yeah. they can these guys please come back? They're like, oh, we changed the rules. Not one motherfucker has been back yet. I know, right? What the fuck? <laughs> Believe me, I got the uh, the the Sirius XM Independence Day Invitational. We have to start two tight ends, right? I've been you know points leader and whatever, and I uh, and I and I had Kelsey, you know, who they did everything for me um, last week, and I beat uh, I beat Tara. Be sure to mention that to Tara, by the way, when you uh, you do the uh, live stream with her on Thursday, right? It's like my one saving grace there. Um, but yeah, to be without him now, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking lose to John Lobb. John Lobb. Um, all right, Sunday night action, Washington football team against the Dallas Cowboys. Ten and a half points, man. That seems to be a lot when your offense is really struggling the way Dallas is right now. I think I'm leaning Washington with the points here. Does it matter who's quarterback for them though? Um, I mean, Heineke, Gilbert Grape, it's probably going to be, I, I think it's going to be Heineke. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know. Ten and a half is a lot, though. Again. It is. But we said that last week they covered against the Giants on the road. Now they're back home. Now they are back home. Um, I mean, yeah, we just said ten and a half. You said with the half. Um, yeah, ten and a half. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of it's tough because their defense has just been so good, man. Um, it's ca- obviously carried the, but it is a, a division game. I mean, they did have a twenty-four nothing lead, and Washington came back. They only won by seven, uh, but that's a game Dallas offense did nothing. I have to think their offense is a little better this week, man. I mean, come on. I mean, I do think Dak is not a hundred percent. I guess I'll even watch it with the half, but. It's been tough because Dallas has been finding a way to cover based on their defense. That is true. That is true. I'm still on Washington in the points. Uh, Monday night football, Miami visiting New Orleans. Saints are favored by three. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm leaning Saints on this one here. I, you know, I, I, I get Miami's defense is solid. No doubt about it. So is the Saints. Yeah, so Cameron Jordan is playing uh, better, and Davenport's back. I mean, they just have – they're a really good defense. Now, they 
they've kind of disappointed. Like they play well against these good teams and then disappoint. Um, I know Miami's on a streak, but again, look at who Miami has beaten during this winning streak. The Texans, the Ravens on the short week. That was the Thursday night game. The Jets, the Panthers, the Giants, and the Jets. Again, give them credit. It's the NFL. We just saw Arizona lose to Detroit. But now let's not act now like all of a sudden they're a, a dominant team. You know, so they play well defensively, sure, but in that dome, I think it's a different game. Um, now, the Saints offense didn't inspire any confidence with the way they played last week, but uh, I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints as well. Um, I, just, I just don't believe in Tua. I really don't. I don't. Every time I try to believe in him, uh, I end up getting, like, abused. Can't go my, back again. Man, my fucking Cavaliers against the spread streak is going to come to an end tonight because they have no fucking buddy. So I don't count that. They're down 63-48 at halftime. <clears throat> they, were, they were under. I think they were dogs by six or seven tonight. They have no one. COVID ruined everything. Unbelievable, man. It really is. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, all right. I got to get on out of here. I got to take some more pain meds. <laughs> done talking. I'm done talking, Adam. Um, we'll be back. Uh, oh no, we won't be back tomorrow. Oh, is this it? Is this is this our, our last show before the holidays? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Well, everybody out there, have a wonderful holiday. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that fun stuff there. Uh, Adam, some uh, some final thoughts for everybody. Yeah. Happy holidays to everyone. Stay safe out there. Enjoy. Make those bets over the weekend. To get away from the family and enjoy something. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe people actually like their family. It's possible. (laughs) But yeah, you know, at least we have a, you know, two, two, uh, one, one good game for NFL and hopefully some good hoops. Uh, Then again, we'll see. It might be G League games by the time we get there. But (laughs) Warrior Suns on Christmas should be exciting. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, DFS playbook and I'll do a DFS playbook for the Saturday for the Christmas day slate. I'll do one for the, um, for the, for the Sunday as well. And, uh, and don't forget everybody send me all the positive vibes on Sunday to bink that GPP. So I can, uh, I can, you know, properly spend my birthday wish and, uh, win a ton of money and yeah, all that fun stuff. (laughs) I'm done. I'm so wiped out. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for liking and subscribing. Happy holidays to all of you. For Adam Ronas, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Andy Up. We'll catch you next time.